Surely you meant you're going to bring in Jerk. Uh, apparently. Okay, so hi, hello, and welcome, everybody. This is the Without a Net Fantasy Football 2020 Season Week 6 Recap. I, of course, am Oz. I'm here with Pamps. GM of Carol's Childer, we gave Jeep the week off because, well, she's uh, been very busy. So <clears throat> without further ado, I guess we'll get started. I mean, I guess this is, uh, I think, officially your show now because uh, you'll never listen to this. Probably. That's that's just what I need is is more airtime, right? I'm pretty sure you uh, you love hearing your own voice, so. I'm I just do. here to to be snark when necessary. And and yet I I never actually listen to these either because I'm the ones who record them. Yeah, it works out, right? Uh, it does, you know, it does. Um I see here that uh you actually played Jupe this week, this last week, ending yesterday, and it looks like you did pretty well for yourself. Yeah, I was excited. I had uh, several overperformers and no Tra well, maybe one tragic underperformer. Uh, I see two tragic underperformers. Oh, I did not see that Mike Evans got one and a half points. My apologies. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he and Tyree Kill decided to not play. Um, I don't think it's that they decided to not play. I think that um, it it looks like, yeah, your um, your quarterback isn't throwing him the ball like at all. Uh, that's your quarterback, sir. Oh, no, that's... I'm sorry, I was talking about Mike Evans, not Tyree Hill. And, all right, we'll 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 get into base Mahomes in a little bit. Uh, but, yeah, he, he only got three... Uh, Tyree Hill only got three targets on, uh, on Sunday, so there's definitely something going on there. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. Is that Craig wow. that just randomly joined? Yeah, that's totally Craig that just joined. Well, thanks, Craig. Good lord. Oh, he is having issues tonight. It is a day. You telling while, me. While we're on the subject of tragic underperformers. <laughs> Just add Craig to that list. Right. So looking at looking at the matchup, this was slated to be a close game, and it ended up being a bit of a blowout by about twenty three points. Yeah. Uh there was one time when I was looking at it in the projections and it was way way bigger of a blowout but mm -hmm. i was like holy shit am i gonna get biggest blowout this week uh well let's let's go back and check the uh i don't think that i did because it doesn't say anything about that so from the look of it you did not i see two scores that are higher in in points uh, I think you had a solid 23 points over uh, Marisu Snowflakes, and I see the Sorcerers had a 30-point lead over Cross Sepia Tones, and Wanson's Jalapenos had a 28-point lead over Briscoe's Bruisers. Yeah, Briscoe looks like she's having some issues this uh, this season. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and pop this open. She was the heavy favorite to win, and it looks like. Uh, Oh dear, that's that's a bit demoralizing. So Briscoe yeah. had some definite problems with with her players, uh, not catching targets, not getting the ball. Uh, I if I think of well, there's really no saving this. But when would Derrick Henry, running back for the Tennessee Titans, 
scores 40 points. He puts up more more numbers than Briscoe's quarterback. That's a problem. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. Like, how do you score 40 points as a running back? I guess uh, <laughs> two touchdowns, 50 yards receiving, and 200 yards running. Yeah. <clears throat> 22 times he got the ball that's that's amazing and this is this is extra demoralizing because i don't think wanson jalapenos has actually done anything with his team i mean it's very possible i see two people uh with zeros yeah a tight end and a running back in the flex position on by but because of quarterback and running back like that's that's 90 points right there that is the majority of of the points scored it is a crazy amount in fact all but his two wide receivers as well seem to overperform yeah this is a hell of a week for wanson's jalapenos jesus but i guess that's why wanson's is in second and briscoe's has unfortunately dropped to eighth it is true and it's yeah ping him on the discord be like yo yeah right you lazing your way to success here. Save some for the rest of us, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, cross Sepiatones versus the Sorcerers. As I said, Sorcerers, Cobalt's team is still number one. And I, I think that uh, he bamboozled us with his novice ways. It is entirely possible, but looking at their stats, this seems like a crazy week. Because, like, Tannehill and Watson both scored almost 50 points yeah which is almost 15 more than they're projected on both of them like yeah that's a lot i i think if you know if seraph's wide receiver had performed there's a lot of that going around yeah there's a lot of that going around but i mean there's there's almost nothing he could have done when uh sorcerers uh Kenyon Drake is running quarterback numbers as well. So I don't know what they put in the water, but the running backs are going just off the fucking wall. And even though uh, Cobalt's kicker has the COVID as of today, um, the kicker scores 11 points. Even with a zero-point defense from Los Angeles Rams, fuck Kronike, well, he got fucked. Matt Seraph just he, how can you keep up with this? You can't. It's impossible. Yeah, no, there's, there's some weird stuff going on this uh this week. Yeah, yeah. Um I think the most uh, the ex- the only expected win here, I think, is Mark it's Scrappers Scrappers versus Margaret's Kill Team. Because looking at this, it was supposed to be again kind of close. Um yeah, but... it re- Original projection was 126 to 139. Yeah, that's true. And it ended at 113 to 125. But it it looks like... uh, Yeah, you know... Zakara had some some good performers. He had some that were definitely not. He had Pittsburgh defense bringing him 18 points. Yeah. Uh, His running back, uh, Edward Solaire, CEH, 19 points. We'll see how much longer that happens since, um, yeah, they uh, they picked up another running back on a one-year contract 
and that one's going to be interesting to watch. But Cam Newton seems like he had an absolutely garbage day. Uh, yeah, he did. In fact, if he uh, almost if he did his projected and does he have any other drastic under no. If he did well, his projected, he'd have been within a few points. Yeah, and I think a lot of the problem there is that he's coming back from COVID. I mean, they'll, that'll wreck your day. Yeah, and it seems to have done exactly that. Uh, I think if it looks like Devontae Parker underperformed, like he got thrown the ball eight times, he only caught it three times. Yeah, I always hate looking at those stats without having the pictures in front of me because it's one right. of those things like, yeah, the quarterback may be throwing the ball to him, but did the quarterback get hit in the process and that caused his aim to be off? And then it's like, well, somebody's going to get hit for that statistic because that's how sports work. Right. It's, yeah, like both both uh, both quarterbacks underperformed. I'm surprised that uh, Joe did not put in Wentz this time, although Wentz has, I guess, otherwise been underperforming, but he went crazy this week while Fitzpatrick did not. I mean, he did, but let me tell you how unhappy I am about that game. Okay. So I'm sitting here, I'm doing some editing, right? Because mm. I was late and there was a Halloween party and stuff. So game starts, I lean over, I look at the TV, 14 nothing. Like, all right, well, clearly I'm not missing anything, so I continue doing my editing. Mm-hmm. I look over a little bit later, 17 nothing. I'm like, well, so much for this game. Right. And then for them to score 22 points in the fourth quarter, like, the fuck is that? 28 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, they scored a touchdown at the end of the third. Oh, did they? Okay. Yeah. Um. However, they went for two and flubbed it, so they were stuck at it was twenty four to six or something like that. And I'm like, this game is over. And then they decided to play whatever that fourth quarter was, drinking that Ike juice or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Suze. That's fantastic. Us says thanks, Suze. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where that came from because let me tell you. Scoring 22 points in a single quarter is not something a one, four, and one team should be doing. Right. It, it is. Doesn't. It is something that the Chiefs did last year, but it's not something you expect. Uh, no, Carson Wentz is not Patrick Mahomes, and nor does he have the uh, utilities that Mahomes has access to. Right. I think the the heartbreaker here for Zakara and Margaret's kill team is that if he had played Jefferson instead of Devonte Parker. He he would have won this. He would have had it. It would have not been oh my a question because Jefferson Third. threw up quarterback numbers. He did better than Cam fucking Newton. I don't know. Which what's is up a with bad that. thing to look at. Yeah. You know when your wide receivers putting up more points than uh, your guy that's almost always going to get the ball. Yeah, absolutely. So that uh, that sucks for Sakara. Hopefully he'll do better next week. We'll be talking about week seven in a minute but uh, i saved the best for last because i was i was kind of pissed about this uh until until monday night when i saw that i i was playing cookies monsters uh i am ninth and she is 10th in the league and it was already projected to be a close game within that 
within a point and we finished within a point, I got 109.8 to 109.202. These numbers are so crazy too, looking at them. Yeah. Um, like your quarterback, Mr. Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. He was projected for 41. He only managed to squeak out 29. What is that? Uh, yeah, you know what? He, uh, I don't know what he did, but he only, he completed 21 of 26 passes. Apparently they just ran the ball left and right and he didn't get anything out of it. You know? Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, her quarterback. Yeah. Kyler Murray did fantastic. 48 points over 40, 44 projected. Sorry, there was a cascade of Legos. In... Extra Legos. <laughs> this week's uh, recording brought to you by Extra Legos. Right? Yeah, you know, I I can't be disappointed with the way the game went. So I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, neither one of us really left any points on the table. Uh, between injuries and buys, like, what the hell are you going to do? And I mean, you're going to complain about it. That's about all you can do. Right, yeah. Um, if if Johnny Smith hadn't been thrown out because of his ankle, I think everything would have been a lot more comfortable. But it was a nail biter up until the end of Monday night. Yeah, I'm looking at some of these where uh, her tight end was scheduled for 12 points, got three. Mm-hmm. Her running back scheduled for seven, got 1.4. Yeah, but like your tight end was projected for one and for almost two, and got nine. Mm-hmm. It's like some really backwards, weird numbers going around. Yeah, absolutely. It uh, you know, as as COVID continues to rage through the NFL, and we get a whole bunch of more injuries, well, we'll see what Week Seven brings for us. But it's been kind of crazy. But that does bring us into Week Seven. I don't know if everybody's finished their uh, their rosters for the week. I was just messing with mine. Excellent. So coming into this week, it looks like you are now placed third in the league. Right, which I am super surprised about. Uh, yeah, that is extremely surprising. Um, I see we have... Um, I, I don't have anything for second and fourth place. Uh, I believe that's the Snowflakes and Scrappers Scrappers. No, that's going to be... Watson's jalapenos. I don't know why it doesn't say his score, but whatever. I'm looking at his his projected. Uh, no, his projected is great. Like I'm I'm looking at the the setup for this week, and uh, I need oh about half his team to catch the COVID in order to win it. It only shows you being ten points behind. Yeah, I've set my roster for the week. I've got two people on by i've got people who are questionable because the ankle um baltimore defense is on by this week which breaks my heart because they've been doing great uh but i'm going to be leaning hard on fuller and mahomes and and uh waller because waller is one of the best tight ends in the league (laughs) he's consistently giving me the lion's share of the points every week there was talk on the radio i heard today where they were talking specifically about the Falcons and about Matt Ryan and Julio Jones maybe being uh, traded because apparently the Falcons aren't doing very good this year. Interesting. Uh, that uh, that'll be interesting to see. We'll uh, 
I mean, they're I, last in their division right now, so... Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, he's... Uh, Jalapenos has two questionable on the roster. Doesn't have anybody he can put in on the bench, except for maybe Kareem Hunt. Although his his... He is questionable because of his ribs and because of his groin. So maybe it is best he stays on the bench this week. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting uh, to, to see how it turns out, given the randomness that has seemingly uh, stricken the league. Yeah, you know, you just got to like, gotta flip a coin. You know what really, uh, you know what aspect I find really interesting? Hmm. Imagine the people who put money on this stuff and take it super seriously. Oh my god. Their shit must be just absolutely it's out of control. Absolutely out of control. That yeah, I don't want to think about it. Like I I would lose so much money doing this. Like this is only the third year that I've done it, so I'm not surprised, but yeah, no, I, I couldn't even begin to put money on this stuff. Yeah, no, it's a it's an absolute mess. Yeah. But I mean, this is this is a week for heavy favorites, and it's a week for a kitty to get off my desk because I got pizza there. But, uh, but I could have pizza. Uh, but you couldn't have pizza. I mean, I had cheesesteaks, so. Okay, well, that's you're in Philadelphia. That makes sense. Well, that's fair. But yeah, you know, it's uh, snowflakes versus scrapper scrappers. You're looking at. Uh, eight point difference, ten points for you and Briscoe's Bruisers, uh, nine points for Margaret's Kill Team and the Sorcerers, and twenty eight points for Cross Sepiatones and Cookies Monsters. So, well, you know, maybe maybe Seraph will get his his win this week. He's been dealt a uh, mighty blow for I think the past two. He's only one way blow. to find out, right? Right. So I have to ask, because y'all were together this weekend, what is going on with Cookies Monsters? Is she still playing? You know, I don't have an answer for you because Jupiter was the one that was supposed to talk oh. to her about that. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I, mean, I can I can shoot her a text, but. Well, I, th- I think the the people who are listening would like to know, but. <clears throat> I think part of it is that uh, with the Rona and her being a bartender. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder to, um, you know, get your insider information from all of those bar people that she. Uh, that is fair. Used to. That is very fair. Um, I think Seraph has more or less got his team set from what I see, but Cookies Monsters does not. Yeah, but I don't really see. There's not a lot that she could do. So- yeah, it's 138 to 110. So the one empty spot that she has isn't going to make a big deal. You know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, we say that, but we did just talk about a bunch of uh bunch of wide receivers and a running back or two that just do crazy crazy numbers. Yeah, and I we'll see if we get the crazy numbers again this week. You know, I'm feeling pretty good about it, but you know, there's we're we're getting a lot of buys this week is what I'm seeing. So I think a big reason why we're seeing such a disparity in 
projected points is simply because nobody's got anybody else to, to trade in. Everybody's benched this week. So it's, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking that we're going to gonna see the wins and the losses pretty much as, as they're listed here. We say that now. Yeah, I sure as hell ain't putting any money on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I would not trust it to not uh, do something super crazy. Yeah, to, that's true. Except you know, for we, Cobalt. Well, we could find out like tomorrow that his team has the Rona or something. Right. I don't know. Well, you're third. Briscoe's eight, eighth. Briscoe, mm -hmm. Briscoe needs a win, and I don't know. Given, give it, give it your own luck with the team this year. I'll, I'll give it to you. You might squeak another win out of here and keep in third. I'm just upset that this happens to be my bye week because mm -hmm. both Tucker and Jackson have been killing it for me. Yeah, like, absolutely killing it. Um, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with Kansas City. Because I now have Tyreek Hill and Le'Veon uh, Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Mm -hmm. Who it was real fun to realize that oh he's getting traded. I wonder who has him, and then find out that he's on my roster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I saw that because I was like maybe I could make a trade. Nope. I mean, if you make it worth my while. Uh, I don't have any players that would make it worth your while. Yeah, I don't think I have any players either. Yeah, I am I am ninth out of ten teams in the league. So, uh, speaking of which, Sakar, if you're listening to this, I just straight up dropped Terry Bridgewater, and you were looking for a quarterback. So, if you want him, he's floating around out there. Yep, better hurry. Because I had to pick somebody up because I couldn't trust. Uh, Jackson had was like questionable with a knee and an illness. I'm like shit, and it was Stafford's bye week, so it was like I got to I got to grab somebody. Yep, it's got to be done. Yep. Well, here's here's hoping. I think looking at snowflakes versus scrappers, scrappers. Uh, there's, yeah, there's just nothing that can be done. So, you know, maybe maybe Jupe can bring in Singletary. Maybe has she put Young Ho yeah she put Young Hoku back in, which is good because he's been killing it. But I know that her strategy was to grab the people who were being started by the most teams, and it seems to work for her, although it did not work so much last week. So let's hope that she's able to pick it back up. Only one way to find out. Only one way to find out. So I believe we are... Do we have any Thursday games? I don't think we do. Uh, I don't know. The schedule's been super weird and changing at a moment's notice. Yes, it has. So I think Sunday is the earliest we're going to start seeing some uh, points rack up on the board. And I uh, hope you'll all join us as we watch the points run down. And some of us will be very happy and some of us will be super salty. And I'm certain that now that I've had my two wins for the season, I will be bottoming out for the rest of the year. One can only hope. Uh yeah. Wait, do one. I play you? Uh you play me uh let's see. Week eight? Nope. I get school week ten. like week ten, okay. Yeah. And that's just a, a crazy looking thing. It's I look at the projections of ninety nine to seventy. 
Uh, yeah, because you've got Hill and Hurst, and I've got Mahomes and Lamb that are both on. It's gonna be, it's gonna be bad. Yeah, it's gonna be really bad. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. But that is three weeks in the future, so that will be God. Middle of November. Okay, well, we'll uh, we'll revisit that in the week ten recap, which should be the week of Thanksgiving, I believe. Uh oh. Yes, indeed. Well, that wasn't too bad. No, no, it wasn't. Uh, really, Jupe is is what makes these pop because we play off of each other so well, and she knows a lot more about the football than I do. I just like to talk, as you have already mentioned before in this recording. It's true. You do you do enjoy talking almost as much as uh, well, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but you know, it... <laughs> yes, that is that that is the sound effect of the 2020 football season. <laughs> Like a wet fart. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Just like everything else in 2020, this has been a wet fart of a season for a wet fart of a year. There's people talking about how come New Year's, it's not going to be 2021, it's going to be 2020 part two. Right. It's not going to change the date. It's going to be like, haha, I gotcha. It's going to be 1232, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I would not be shocked. I expect the uh, the abyss to open up and the great Lord Cthulhu to rise up and begin the reaping. I mean, they've been saying for years, why vote for the lesser evil? Maybe this is his year. Maybe, you know. But I believe that's all we have for this week. This has been the week six recap. I, of course, am Oz. And this is Bamps. Say hi, Bamps. Perfect. Every week that happens. <laughs> I'm glad I did not disappoint you. You did not. You never disappoint. But all that being said, we will uh, see you next week for the week seven recap in which I will be salty and we will see what happens between now and then. There's no telling. There's literally no way you could bet on it. I had a guy at work tell me to take Green Bay and take the points and take the under or whatever. I don't, I don't understand gambling. And then they got absolutely destroyed. And I saw him at work and was like, the fuck happened to your dudes? Yeah. What happened so to the mans? They, they, got, they got the ass kicked. But we should let these nice people go and get along with their days instead of our inane prattling. We do do a lot of inane prattling. But, well... It's been wonderful, everybody, and we look forward to you listening to us prattle on inanely in the end of the Call of Cthulhu campaign in the current Aliens game miniseries. Actually going to be a miniseries this time, guys. Actually, actually has a definitive end. Has a definitive end. And we will start to hear recordings from Vampire the Masquerade. Yeah, I got to do a thing that I'll probably also drop tomorrow uh, announcing that and asking for questions about Cthulhu, because we got to have one of those things, too. That we do, and we still have to record the epilogues maybe this weekend. Yeah, we should do that. Probably. All right. Um, everybody say goodbye to G-Arc and not Craig, because Craig is underperforming this week. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry.
Susie found a uh, a pile of terrible toys. Is his hand? Fabulous. All right. This has been week six recap brought to you by the Suze, the Juice, and the Spare Legos. Bye.